0: Hello and welcome to the Greg Fearon podcast with your host, Greg Fearon. And today I have the awesome Shim Revelia from the Gut Intuition. And we're going to talk about all things blood sugar and how to manage it and make yourself better. Is that what we're going to talk about today, Shim?
1: I believe so. But you know, our conversations, I think this is the second or third time I've come back on.
2: Yeah. it, it
1: um, It can go off in all sorts of tangents because it's never just one thing, right? But blood sugars is one of those aspects of health that is often overlooked Mm -hmm. and actually it's so so important to know that when you get it right it it can it can hit positively on all different angles of your health not just one area Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that's what we're going to be talking about the sweet stuff today so
0: awesome awesome so do you want to just give the listeners who may not have listened to any of your podcasts with me before a quick intro into who you are what you do and how you how you work your magic
1: how do I work my magic? Thanks, Greg. Uh, with, a, with a wand. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, well, for those that uh, don't know me, my name is Shim and I am the CEO and founder of The Gut Intuition and the co-founder of the Queens and Business Club. So my job, my company, why I created it was to really help women in business go from stress to success in health and in business because I'm a big believer in how you run your health is pretty much going to show up in how you run your business so it's something for you listeners out there to really think about whether you run a business or not or just generally how you run your day-to-day how you do that with your body is going to show up in so many different ways on just generally how you are every single day so it's really thought provoking and it's like going, oh, my God. Right. I end up crashing in the afternoon at two or three o'clock in the afternoon. What does that tell me about my body and my emotions and my mental fitness? So it's um, it's a very colorful area for sure. So,
0: Cool. I'm so looking forward to diving in and you've got a webinar coming up. When is that? that's
1: tonight so that's tonight at 7 p.m uk time it's it's all about how you can cut down on your sugar even if you love chocolate Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people out there feel that they can't cut down because they feel that they have an addiction to sugar or they feel it's impossible to cut down or they've always had this habit and they just don't know how to stop and it's actually looking at other areas that may be triggering this kind of Behavior and pattern when it comes to sugar. So, yeah, the webinar is going to really deep dive into that. And there's also a live demo where I really strip apart my old diet back in the day when I was really stressful with my first business and sort of showing step by step exactly what I was eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks and actually showing them how much sugar was going in my body. And that is alone worth coming to the webinar because it's just going to open up your eyes as to the hidden sugars.
0: So just for me, you're going to give me a little little insight into that bit of the conversation about how your old diet was really impacting your blood sugar.
1: Yeah. So, you know, coming from a I've been in business for eight years Mm -hmm. and my first business was obviously a sports injury clinic. So I ran that full time for six years with a team eventually. Right. So you can imagine Me being everywhere, multitasking, even traveling abroad as well to offer my sports therapy services to like cycling events, running events and so on. So life was busy and I kind of had my hands in all sorts of different pies and I absolutely loved it. But there comes a time where my body wasn't sort of following up and, you know, ended up crashing out, burning out and obviously having a diet that didn't really Um, suit the energy that I was putting out if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and I was it was kind of like I was catching up all of the time on sleep on energy on focus my finances like all of it Mm -hmm. and it came to a point where eventually I was having like IBS kind of symptoms and then weren't really sure what to do about it at the time and then eventually an infection which I had to clear Uh, otherwise it just would have been really really not great for my health in the long term. Mm-hmm. typical diet looks something like you know porridge coffee um bit of fruit in the morning so you're, you know we're looking at maybe 38 grams 40 grams of sugar just alone mm-hmm. um and then snacks throughout the day and i'm talking about a typical busy day right mm-hmm. in the life of shim when she was running her business
2: yep. snacks
1: would be crisps because i love crisps yep. uh coffee you know we're we're talking about maybe 17 to 20 grams of sugar depending on the size and how much lunch would you know lunch would be like really quick in and out tesco meal deal
0: yep so low low protein
1: yeah
0: that's just literally okay yeah another carb fest yeah
1: yeah so another carb fest so you're looking at another 40 grams of sugar there dinner you finish so late you're so tired by 9 p.m. You walk through the door and you're like, I don't really want to cook. How about we order something in? So it usually be something like pizza. So, you know, five slices of pizza, you're looking at 25 grams mm-hmm. of um. Of sugar in there because of the carbohydrate content that they use and everything else that goes on top and then you know you want to wind down so there's a glass of wine there's a couple of beers there might be a bottle of wine
0: all right just before you go any further i'm going to yeah. tell you a fact nobody has one glass of wine it's a that, lie. <laughs> yeah,
1: like i just said it's yeah. either a glass of wine or a bottle or you know it's just so easy mm-hmm. to, to do that um And you know, sometimes a one-off is okay, but actually, when you understand the impact of just that kind of day alone, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't just last for a day. It does impact you for you know until you actually get it back to balance. Mm -hmm.
2: And Mm
1: -hmm. carry on, carry on. In the end, if you look at the total amount of sugar that I was consuming, you're looking at nearly four hundred grams of sugar. That's Ah. that's nearly that's actually when I measured it all out. That's actually up to a pint. Of sugar
0: Wow so that's like like over a thousand calories in just sugar alone yeah Wow okay so that's quite scary,
2: it's scary. So,
0: so I guess for the listeners and watchers of course I, I think people don't really understand blood sugar and what it means to them I think the closest most people get to that is type 2 diabetes when they go oh yeah I've got to take insulin or metformin
2: yeah
0: this can affect inverted commas healthy people anyway so what is blood sugar how do you measure it what's the mechanism
1: blood sugar is is basically is when you eat a type of food your food then your food basically then gets digested down Mm -hmm. and and then you have glucose which is a healthy type of sugar okay because your cells need that so it gets transported to your cells anything excess gets stored in your cells Mm -hmm. Now, what happens is that when we don't move enough, we don't exercise or we're just generally not moving around enough. And then our diet is like a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. What happens is there's more excess going in, there's more excess going in. So your cells actually start to go, okay, there's a lot of sugar coming in that we have to store. And that's how insulin gets affected. That's how your your gut lining gets affected. And everything starts to go out a bit about out of balance Mm -hmm. but generally you get your sugars from your food and then how food is digested down Mm -hmm. then it gets it it gets distributed in different areas and then any excess gets stored into your cells basically
0: awesome source so for the listeners I guess the big thing then is does your blood and your body normally regulate that for you right
1: generally so let's say a a normal person with no infections no underlying inflammation or anything generally stabilizes it It depends on their lifestyle factors you can't just you can't just have high blood sugar and then you just stay there and you expect your blood sugars to just normalize it's just not how it works there's loads of systems loads of hormones loads of uh energy um systems at play but you've got to help your body by actually stabilizing that. So having more protein, good quality protein in your diet, better fats, better carbohydrates. And it's not about going on low carbs and all of this sort of stuff to stabilize your blood sugars. It's about making better choices with the types of ingredients that you have in your meals. The timings of meals is really, really important. What time you go to sleep and what time you wake up is really, really important. So it's not just, it's not just about foods. This is what I mean. This is about cons- taking in consideration everything as a, a holistic approach, mm-hmm. having a overview of it's not just blood sugars, we're, like food we're looking at. Yes, it's important, but we're looking at everything else that we're doing on a daily basis, like on autopilot.
0: And I think you, you make a really good point that, obviously, I generally help women lose weight, get in shape, yeah. etc. But people only generally look at one bit. They're like, right, it's got to be exercise when actually it's sleep, stress, movement, etc. Yeah. And it sounds like it's exactly the same in what you do and manage helping people manage their blood sugars. Right. It's yeah. not just one thing. It's not just what you eat. It's when, yeah. how, sleep and everything else.
1: Exactly easiest you know you don't have to be a diabetic i always said this, you don't have to be a diabetic to measure your blood sugars i've got a kit right here to show everyone because everyone's always intrigued what does it look like and this is a normal kit of measuring your blood sugar levels so so easy it's a 60 second job
0: okay awesome.
1: especially when you're monitoring like um your blood sugars throughout the day when you wake up, before lunch, before dinner, before you go to bed. All of those things that we I, I teach with my clients exactly what to look for and how you do this. This is about 17, 18 quid on Amazon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's such a powerful tool to have in your home to understand like, why is my energy levels dri- uh, dipping certain mm-hmm. points? You know, why do I feel irritable? Why do I feel like shaky? Why can't I focus and concentrate? And, so, and I said this before uh, at the start of the course like, one of those areas of aspects of health, which is blood sugars, is often overlooked. And we're like, it's got nothing to do with that. The no. only time we ever really understand about blood is when we go for a blood test with our GPs because something's wrong.
0: Yeah, not before, not before.
1: Yeah, or we're lacking something. This tool will help you minimise that in awesome. terms of uh, taking control back on your own health by having something like this in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just been proven powerful time and time after again.
0: So, interestingly enough, I think um, one of my clients actually got a blood sugar man- uh, measuring kit after listening to one of our little Facebook yeah. rants. So that was awesome, and and it really opened her eyes up to how she was looking at her sleep and stuff. So if if I get one of these kits, which are awesome, what kind of ranges am I looking for just to...
1: Yeah, uh, so these these kits come in like a small box like this. This is one of mine that I use at home. Mm -hmm. I'm not associated with this company whatsoever, just to let you know. I have no affiliation. (laughs) It's just a blood glucose monitoring system, right? But in there, they'll always give you a sort of chart that looks, that is color coded. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the blue one, this side, I know the blue and the green looks a bit similar, but if you look at this light blue, that is your normal range. They show you what's low, what's normal, what's borderline, what's high and what's really dangerous. Now, this is like typical for a Tom, Dick and Harry, right? But I would say normal range, we were looking at 4.5 to five, which is like a normal range of blood sugar levels, right? But if you're consistently sort of above sixes, more sevens, eights, and nines, then yeah, we have a problem. There's definitely an issue with blood sugars. Now, when we have when we have readings like that, it's not something to be scared of. It's just it's just a number. It's telling you what's going on. Doesn't mean you you kind of take that and go, oh my God, I'm, I'm in horrendous shape, or those numbers run my health. They don't. <laughs> um we've worked with clients whose blood sugars were nines and we got them down to fives 5.5 sixes which is amazing for them
2: Mm -hmm.
1: do you see what I mean so it's I I I still feel that with blood sugars they are still individualized they're quite unique to the person and and their lifestyle factors
0: cool so when would you do these tests because I would imagine you do a fasted one first of all yeah will be your first one yeah
1: yeah, so when you wake up, really good idea to, to do a test because let's face it, you've been asleep for seven, eight hours, and that's a good night's sleep. Um, without yep. lunch. Yep. One before dinner
2: mm-hmm.
1: and one just before you go to bed.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: If anything, if you forget the one before lunch and before dinner, just see how you'll start your day and how you end your day.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: And if you start your day okay and then you end your day like quite high, you just look at what you've eaten, mm-hmm. which could spike up your sugar levels. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: yeah. So it is against like, it's just, you can make these adjustments by yourself. You don't really need to go on popping pills to start reducing your blood sugars. Mm. It could be as easy as a tweak where perhaps you need to add more protein. Proteins, good quality protein is very good for stabilizing blood mm. sugars. Yeah,
0: it's excellent. Oh no, hey, I, I I bang on about protein to my clients.
1: I'm
0: sure, you do. They must be like bored of the word, like Greg. They don't talk about protein anymore. Like eat more, yeah. eat more, eat more. Um, but I guess that the the challenge is is that the typical Western diet,
2: yeah, and
0: also potentially the typical Indian Caribbean diet,
2: yeah,
0: are pretty high carb. Would that be something you'd you'd agree with or?
1: A hundred percent. We've worked with a couple of um, clients that have come from Indian African backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And of course, their diet is quite heavy on the carb side of things because of their culture. But that's not to say they weren't, uh, they didn't find it, you know, how would I say it? Uncomfortable to make these changes. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's working with your diet. It's actually not saying that you need to get rid of the diet that you're on, but it's actually working with them and making those adjustments slowly but surely yeah a lot of people especially like stabilizing energy focus blood glucose levels they think they need to get rid of one diet and actually implement completely something different like a keto or something um and 100 it's like okay what do i need what what's in front of me just being a bit more realistic with your diet And going, okay, I can add a tweak here. I can take this out and change this around. Nobody says that you have to be miserable with your diet in order to make these healthy changes.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the big challenges that I see when people come to work with me is that there's this kind of all or nothing type attitude to this stuff. It's like, right, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. And obviously that's unsustainable. Yeah. Sounds like you kind of sing from the same hymn sheet of let's see what we work with what we've got and make the changes gradually
1: think about this if if um let's say somebody had a really high carb diet and they decided that i'm gonna get we're gonna get rid of that high carb diet and go for a no carb high protein no fat sure.
2: right
1: like an atkins right that Sounds like
2: Actually,
1: <laughs> yeah it is massive participation, really, and that's another problem on your hand if you've got that right But let's say they did that. That actually adds more stress to the body Mm. because it's, it's changes the 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 body needs time to adjust to changes. And it's about making those small incremental changes that your body can adjust quite calmly Mm -hmm. in order for you to be successful at those changes and then make it a part of your habit of a daily, daily pattern. Yeah.
0: It's
1: not about going all in or nothing. Yeah. If your body did that to you, you'd be like, I don't know where my head's at.
0: Hmm yeah because it's it's all linked right
1: All linked exactly
0: so we were talking before this about a mutual client so i've got a client who's awesome i won't you know i'll keep that private but we referred her dad to you um how, how did that go
1: really really well really really well they um again they come from a a very strong indian background vegetarian no eggs nothing So, you know, they went from, you know, really low in energy, quite uncomfortable, not sure, you know, they had doubts as to whether they could make changes to their diet, Mm -hmm. but actually just working with them step by step, we got their test results, obviously understood a little bit more about what's going on in depth with their diet, with their blood sugars, with their health overall, and slowly, slowly, slowly got used to using the tools Mm -hmm. and started having more diversity within their fruit and veg yeah started tightening up their meal time started to sleep better started to move better hydration you know they've got they've lost weight because they weren't Mm -hmm. expecting that um they've uh blood pressure stabilized back to normal they now can come off one of the medications that they're on within under 12 weeks so the doctor was like you don't have to be on this one anymore there's no Mm -hmm. point Okay. Um, and they've got more energy and generally they just feel amazing about themselves hmm. and and so much more that comes with it. And that's just under 12 weeks of implementing some key, key steps and just hmm. repeating them. But the support and the accountability goes a long way with us. So,
0: Oh, so it's the number one thing. It's like, you know, you could have the plan, but unless you've got someone, you know, got, uh, working with you on it, it's, yeah. it's a struggle, right? Exactly. So, one of the things I've always been intrigued about, and I've, I've, because we've got we've got some similarities in terms of some of my mentors and stuff,
1: yeah,
0: is the big cholesterol issue in the world right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go down the full rabbit hole, but I think it's a really good juncture to talk about how chole- cholesterol might not be the actual the high cholesterol readings that people get. You yeah, well, off to their doctor, and it's like you've got high cholesterol. Stop eating eggs. Well, no, um,
2: yeah, so. But-
0: Often it's driven by blood sugar, right?
1: So think about this with cholesterol. Cholesterol, two, there's two ways. There's high-density lipoproteins mm-hmm. and there's low-density lipoproteins. But yep. like it's the high-density lipoproteins that we need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, if, if our diet, and it just doesn't take a genius to work it out, if our diet consistently for a long period of time has been full of saturated fat... Mm-hmm. not enough movement going to bed at the wrong times a lot of alcohol a lot of takeouts processed foods sugar all of those things yes of course your cholesterol is going to go up think about how your pipes get clogged up your cholesterol just gets higher and higher and higher risk roll fat around your organs increase you got yep. more you know you've got more jiggly bits <laughs> in your body, uh, more cellulite, all of those things, you know, just generally it's never just one area. Like cholesterol is just another symptom it's another indicator. But the unfortunate side to this is that often doctors and GPs will tell us that, okay, don't eat avocados. That's high in fat. They think fat and they just think, okay, that's bad. Don't eat it. Um, Eggs don't eat the yellow bits. That's full of fat. It's the best bit. It's the best bit. It's got lots of, uh, lots of, like leucine, uh, uh, so many amino acids in there, it's, totally. it's amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: All yeah. of it, that's gonna be essential for our health. And um, it's not, it's just because we think fat, we have this attachment of, this is not good. Mm-hmm. This egg's gonna make me fat. And that's just not how the body works. This avocado, I'll eat a quarter of it because the rest of it is gonna make me fat. Yeah. You need good fats. In order to absorb fat-soluble vitamins,
0: yep, like vitamin D, vitamin K, yeah,
1: yeah. We need water to absorb water-soluble vitamins. Mm -hmm. So it's not about reducing. In fact, if we don't have enough good fats, you're gonna struggle having a balance of different vitamins and minerals.
0: Mm. And you're gonna struggle with things like testosterone and progesterone and estrogen, or your sex hormones. So for people who want to get jiggy, eat your fat. (laughs)
2: Eat
1: your fats. I was not expecting that at all. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) but it it is like you know, it does affect your sex drive in some Mm. way, shape, or form. Mm. Um, Because the thing is, the more foods we eat that make us feel uh, sluggish, Mm -hmm. that's gonna that's gonna damper on any type of drive, really passion <laughs> sex drive um, you know inspiration mm-hmm. creativeness all of those things yeah. in fact i was just talking to my clients last night on one of our uh, implementation session that you know to in order to be creative at anything you need to have less junk food more more hydration you need to sleep better um and just keep those three things going and you'd be you'd be right there on top right And many of us in business, we are there to inspire, we're there to lead. So imagine if we've got a poor diet, come on, like, what's the energy going to be like?
0: Mm. Yeah, you know, there's that saying that you are what you eat, right? And it's one of those sayings, but actually, if you have a poor diet, you're going to have poor energy. Yeah. As you mentioned, it's crazy. I
1: actually disagree with you are what you eat. Mm. You are what you digest, absorb and excrete.
0: That's very true. That's very true. Yeah.
1: Because the reason why I say that, so if I've got a plate of three chalky biscuits and Greg's got a plate of three chalky biscuits, how you eat that and your body digests, absorbs, and processes that is going to be entirely different to mine.
0: I can tell you how it's going to be different. I'm going to take the three, take the three off your plate and you won't digest any.
1: <laughs> I'll just lick the crumbs off the plate. Eh? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but you're right. I think you're so right that I think when it comes to things like nutrition, there's always this kind of one size fits all mentality and like you say,
2: Yeah.
0: I you know, obviously for the people we work with, we don't want them to overthink. Yeah. So we want them to understand that these things need to be individual, right?
1: Yeah. And do you know what? I'm not I'm not saying go and demonize sugar and go and demonize carbs, fats, proteins. It's not about that. It's about understanding what are the good quality sources out there and how can I keep this up eighty percent of my week.
2: Mm. 20% yep.
1: go and have some fun go and go and have a takeout or whatever mm. but if 80% of your week is generally really good mm. according to your body, your lifestyle your energy it's okay but it's, it's always the other way around. 80% of it is like we're like I'm just going to eat whatever and then at the weekend you're like I'm going to have a salad because I've been really bad this whole entire week
0: Diet starts Monday of course
1: Diet starts Monday right? Every Why Monday. Do we even do it like? Start today Start with, not even the day, start with a meal. Mm. Start with a snack, perhaps. Say so you're a very snacky person. Maybe maybe add a bit more better quality snacks mm-hmm. to keep you going. Yeah. You know?
0: I would say it kind of starts with the next meal, right? You've got an opportunity right there and then in your next meal to yeah. actually make some changes. So
1: Exactly. And how you start your day is pretty much how you finish your night and vice versa. Mm. So... That's-
0: so you made a very that's, that's a really good point actually. I wanted to jump on that. So I kind of say to people that sleep is the beginning of your next day. So your nighttime sleep is the beginning of your next day. Yeah. Um, is sleep a massive importance to managing blood sugar?
1: It is because your blood sugars and your cortisol levels kind of work hand in hand. And what I mean by that is, why is it so important to maintain? good, healthy blood sugar levels Mm -hmm. is because if your blood sugar's dipped, say you had, say you were on a, I don't know, on a diet or just generally you have not had time to eat and your blood sugars are just dipping and you've had a meal and it kind of stabilized and so on. But let's say your blood sugars were low or high. Your Mm -hmm. cortisol levels will go according to that. So if your stress levels are high, your blood sugar levels are going to go high, which affects your sleep. So those two things will suppress melatonin, which is your natural sleep hormone. Mm-hmm. So 100 percent, it will absolutely affect it. So as an example, uh, last Friday, I went out for a meal with a, a couple of friends and I had a beer with dinner and then we just had a cocktail. And cocktail was around nine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then off we went home, right? Lots of water in between. And I was like, interesting. Let's check my blood sugars when I wake up in the morning. And it was like 6.5, which is high for me. And then I was like, so what did I eat last night? So it was Pad Thai and then obviously two alcoholic drinks with lots of water, lots of moving about as well. But the blood sugars were still 6.5, which is higher for me. So I know what spiked it up, considering I still had a good night's sleep. Yeah. So even just understanding that and just measuring it and having a little play around with with the kits can really help you make better decisions with your diet and your decision making. Yeah. Makes you think twice.
0: So that's it and that's a really good point about cortisol so Yeah. If I recall rightly obviously feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Often people the other issue is they so they go so low carb that the blood sugar dips and obviously then cortisol rises to go wait wakey wakey
1: yeah it's a stress response it's 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 keeping you alive that's what it's doing hmm. so cortisol rises so what happens blood sugar shoots up if your blood sugar levels are really high your cortisol levels will just shoot up mm-hmm. they, they just mirror each other hand in hand so the point is that happens throughout the day but the damage is in the in the cycle it's very toxic and how long you're in this cycle for mm-hmm. So, for 10 years, five years, or even a whole year, six months, you've gone like this with your blood sugars and your stress levels and not getting enough good quality sleep. That's very toxic. Mm. That's where inflammation and dis ease starts in the body.
2: Yeah.
1: But it's normal for our blood sugar levels throughout the day to fluctuate because we, you know, how we move and how we eat and drink and all that sort of stuff. But if we know that normally we're stabilized about 4.5 to 5, 5.5, then generally we're okay. Mm. But if there's been some changes or there's been a lot of emotional, mental stress, that's going to change. But yep. we really need to know, I mean, stress is another whole topic, but we really need to know how to manage our own stress levels because it really does impact a lot.
0: Oh, um, Stress impacts everything. And, it, and it's, it's funny. I'll often say to people, my clients that like, don't train this week. And they're like, why i am like, Because you're stressed already because yeah. you can't add on top, right? You don't want to add on yeah. top. Yeah. So, Practical steps that people can take then to manage this situation and what what, what could we do to make sure that it's managed?
1: So some practical steps, I'm going to give some really easy ones that are like really common knowledge, but not common practice. Um, and I would say water is first and foremost, number one. Mm -hmm. So even if you wake up in the morning, it's so, so important to just make sure you have a glass of water by your bedside table and have a glass. Just to really start the engines helps your large intestine a lot, and it's clearance, it's toxins, it just keeps your pipes clean in your body. That's number one. So it makes number you go
0: for a poo in the morning, basically.
1: Makes you makes you go for a poo. I mean, I always say this. <laughs> I say, <laughs> you know what? I said in life, all you ever really need is two things, and they're like what? I was like a good shit and a good fart, and that will help clear everything out. Sometimes people have headaches. This is, I'm not lying. Sometimes people have headaches, and I'm like. Have you gone for a number two today? Have you had enough water to help clear it out? I was like, no. And then they go and they're like, oh, actually, that's really, I can feel the difference. It's just, you know, because we're holding that toxicity in our, you know, in our intestines. Mm. We need to clear out that waste. So water is a huge, huge part of this.
0: And for the ladies listening, like, ladies, I hear a lot of you do this. Please don't do it. Do not hold going to the loo. Like, it might be a little bit smelly, but go. Because it's important. Like, you need to get rid of this stuff. You don't want to keep it around with you for three days. It's not good. That's never good.
1: Yeah, it's never good. I know, I, know, I know a few people that cannot go for a number two unless it's their toilet at home. So if they're at work, they will literally be holding it in all day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can laugh about it, but on a serious note, that's not good because your system is ready to let go but you're really really holding on so it's like it's it's almost saying to the other parts of the other systems like we can't do anything so we're just going to be dumped on literally with more
0: <laughs> so ladies drink your water and go for poop
1: drink your water and okay. just clear it out the other part is is getting good quality protein in your meals every single meal that you have breakfast lunch and dinner okay mm-hmm. and i know some people are really hot on smoothies i think i think one of our mentors put a put a post up yesterday about, you know, smoothies is probably the one of the worst things you can you can have as breakfast. True for many people, for some people, you know, the ones that are not used to eating or some people that need some regulation going on, then smoothies are good to just get it started, but not for the long term. Having a decent meal where you look at your plate and you go, okay, there's, there's protein, there's carbs and there's fats. That's a good quality breakfast it's being a bit intuitive with your with your food rather than going i'll have 5 almonds you don't count this stuff because <laughs> everybody's body is different a bodybuilder's not going to eat 5 almonds no
2: no no
1: <laughs> so exactly so adding good quality good quality sources of protein is going to be it's going to be make a big difference to your energy levels and your productivity mm-hmm. because it really helps stabilize your blood sugars
0: so there you go ladies i keep banging on about protein and shimmer's just Hang on about it some more. Eat your protein. Yes.
1: Eat your protein like an adult. Mm.
0: <laughs> so,
2: yeah.
0: And an- I think there's another good one. Another great. Yeah. Tip, I think going for a walk, especially after meal times, is a really good one to start really stabilizing blood sugar, especially that evening meal. I think. Yeah. That's I.
1: Easy. I think walking like especially like with like spring and summertime I try and get for me because of how I live my life and how my lifestyle works I try and get two three two three walks done in a day mm. so when I wake up in the morning to get my body exposed to natural daylight that's first thing that's half an hour 20 minutes and then maybe one after lunch if my eat if my afternoon's not packed up and then just one either before I try and go before my meal my evening meal or just a slow sort of walk after my meal just to just to help um, just feel a bit more comfortable with it so yeah
2: cool.
1: so it's really at least one walk a day would be ideal
0: yeah I'm always banging on about people walking like I don't think people need to get 10,000 steps there is no need for that but yeah a half hour 45 minute walk yeah That's wonders um, actually
1: we even with walking I believe it becomes absolutely useless as in no benefits if you've done more than 15,000 steps.
0: Yeah, there's no... I think there's nothing...
1: Because he's um, kind of done a bit too much.
0: Yeah, there is no real benefit for people. Yeah, All those people fit Fitbits who are doing like 13,000 steps, 40, don't need to. It's actually 7,500 or something was the scientifically top limit.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So...
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. And yeah. So. I guess... If, pe- if ladies add some more muscle to their frame, that's also a great one to manage blood sugar. So how much muscle you have on your body is a really good one as well, because muscle takes yeah. up glucose.
1: Absolutely, because it requires glucose. Mm-hmm. And it requires sodium and potassium to do all of that contraction. So really to get a good rep in mm-hmm. or several reps in, you do need to have a, a good balance of these things, but obviously building muscle for men and women is, is like totally it's going to be, it's different because of their hormonal profile. Right. But yeah. generally packing on a bit more muscle is, it doesn't mean ladies, let me just clear this out. It doesn't mean you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> if you wanted to, you'd have to inject steroids, which we're not, gonna advise anyone to do because that's just not appropriate um but what i'm saying is that it's good to pack on a bit of more muscle because that requires a lot more energy it requires a lot more to maintain that Mm. yeah
2: and
0: you look good Uh, god damn it and you good
2: yeah
1: Yeah. good Good. yeah so you look better so
0: i like the flex that was a good flex i like that go and do it again there you go Awesome. Guns. <laughs> okay, you know I've got you know I've got a picture of that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah all right. Now <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming, out.
0: <laughs> coming out. Okay, look, the gun show has started. if We got about six weeks till summer now, from this till, till the real summer. Not the not, real
1: yeah, summer.
0: Yeah, after yeah. stuff that we've got now. This is. um
1: <sighs> Yeah, it's it's crazy, but even like we were don't let that stop you from moving your body. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as bad weather, really. There is only bad attire, like bad uniform. So I went for a walk earlier this morning. It was it was pissing down. And then I was like, I've got my raincoat on. I'm happy. Getting my steps in. I'm moving before an afternoon of uh, exciting things, talking, you know, all sorts of things, calls. So it's good. So don't allow, don't, don't. Never, ever give yourself quick and easy get out clauses with stuff like this. I'm really tired. So I'm just going to have a takeout or, you know what? The weather's bad, so I'm not going to go. Or it looks a bit windy. I'm not going to go,
0: hmm.
1: you know, so don't, don't cheat on yourself.
0: Amen. I love that. That line was perfect. Yeah. Perfect way to end. So where can people find you if they want to stalk you, listen to your amazing content? Because you're an expert on the gut stuff as well. Um and we've had we've had a podcast before about the gut stuff. So wanna talk about and learn more from Shim, where can they find you?
1: We've got some exciting stuff coming. Obviously got the webinar tonight. If anyone wants to come along, by all means do so. Um I'll send I'll send Greg the link. Um where they can find me is uh, I'm in Greg's group hanging about, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yes, you um, and then I'm also on LinkedIn as well, where I, I hang about there, on, as well as Facebook. So feel free to add me, say hello, tell me where you're from, where, where, how do I know you from, where you've heard me from. Uh, and we've got some exciting stuff with gut health coming up. We're going to be doing some specialised masterclasses on uh, Gut 101, because a lot of people don't really understand. I think it's all around why supplements don't actually work.
0: Oh, that sounds like music to my ears.
1: Yeah. And um, I was just I was just saying to my team today, I was like, I think we need to do one on keto as well.
0: Oh, can I join in, please? Just... Yeah,
1: I, 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 I did speak of you because I know you're so passionate about that area as well. It's again, we're not doing it to slate anyone, but it's actually gi- giving out well informed, balanced, scientific approach to, you know, the do's and don'ts of certain approaches in health that people just like are really hell bent on but not really getting the results that they need and you've got to look at what they're doing uh, and then are they utilizing it in the right way or not or do they understand what they're doing or where they're getting the information from
0: yeah i think you know
1: I... with gut health a lot of people just go probiotics probiotics Yakults, mm. and all this sort of stuff and i'm like yeah but where are you then oh it hasn't made much of a difference but, but i'm still going to do it anyway because anyway i think it's making a difference mm. it's Thing is, when when we work with clients, the thinking comes out of the equation. The guessing comes out of the equation. They know exactly what their body is telling them and what they're dealing with. You don't need to guess or think, especially with my approach anyway and your approach. It's just, it's like, yeah, there you go. This is very direct.
0: Do it, execute, and you feel better and you get better.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's it's like gym memberships, right? Everyone holds onto a gym membership Yeah. and they never go.
1: (laughs) But it's like, yeah.
0: I've got, I've got, I've got membership. I've got my yakko. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. Good. But
1: it's it's it, again a lot of it's to do with their mindset and how it's set. Um and where is their willingness to be open to change?
0: Nailed it. That,
1: that's that's basically that's what it comes down to. Do. When you're ready to change, you know where the experts are that can help you.
0: <sighs> yeah. Mic drop that was beautiful (laughs) that was beautiful so yeah thank you very much for
2: you're welcome your
0: ninja skills um i'm sure that i will employ them at some point soon um and i refer my clients to you you know if i feel that they're suitable for your approach and they're the right ones for you because i know you can do some master masterful stuff with them so keep doing keep doing what you do missy
1: thank you very much for having me again and i can't wait to come back again at some point in the near future and talk all things health and all sorts of things and it's just always a pleasure of mine to be on your show great
0: maybe we should see if we can get our mutual mentors to come on and, and do something with all of us
1: oh that'll be really really powerful that'll be so good that'll <sighs> be jam-packed with a lot of empowering messages and
0: it yes. be like two parts or something isn't it
1: yeah some
0: three parts probably <laughs> yeah probably um, maybe, maybe we should separate them so anyone watches this back leave a review give this podcast some love if you're on apple so that more people can hear it um links to where you can find shim will be in the show notes and i'll see you next time see you
1: bye. then bye